Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Okay, so we are back with Kirby Miller, and we're picking up right where we left off, and I want to continue this conversation. And so to kind of bring some context again about the podcast is we talk about, last episode, we talked about opting out, and you talked all about how you decoupled your identity from struggle and how you had this epiphany after a tragedy uh, with your family, and it pivots you to kind of nourish your life in a different way and to show up and play. You said play it full, like the full breadth and and depth of your life, which I love. And so that goes along with the theme of the podcast, which is really tied to what we leave behind. We have to pick up somewhere else, right? We cannot leave something in absence because something will come in. And so if we are opting out of a thing, we've got to opt into something else and quickly. (laughs) Otherwise, we will, we might bring in worse than we had. Struggle might be like the best thing we could have had by the time it's all said and done. And so for, for me, a lot of what I conceptualize for what is the legacy of the black woman? If we get away from the lies and the the historical myths, what is the legacy? And I really do believe it's one of joy, primarily joy. And out of that comes community and comes abundance and beauty, but one of joy. And so I ask everyone, how they infuse joy in their lives. And so I want you to take us on this journey to writing your book, Nourish, and what you do now with creating these inclusive spaces. And I'm pretty sure it's going to answer the question, which is how do you infuse joy in your professional life? So take us through this journey, Kirby. Yeah. So as I mentioned before, with that that trajectory of, whoa, your life getting interrupted by a tragic situation, And that accident happened. And then about 18 months after that, being in this primary caregiver role, still navigating my entrepreneurial journey, then let's pepper in a global pandemic. That's that's where that entered my timeline on this. And so I bring that up to say, I felt as though I was kind of reaching my my fill line. You know, when you fill a balloon and you're like, oh, that's pretty good. And it starts to get shiny and a little thinner. That's kind of what I felt like at that point. But what was also true, I felt as though I was suffocating in plain sight. Hmm. And what I mean by that, I would go through that process I talked about in our last segment, sleep in the hospital, do all the things. And then people would just applaud how well I was doing. I don't know how you're handling all this. And it really troubled me. I was like, how can people that I love who know me look into my eyes and not see that I'm not doing well? that I feel as though I am suffocating right in front of you and you're giving me a high five for how I'm balancing it all. But upon 
further reflection, it was those years of learning what resilience and strength look like. So I had a very thick veneer that had I had put in place out of protection, out of wanting to be the strong one, out of not wanting to create another burdensome situation with my tears, with my agony, with my uncertainty. So I learned how to swallow it all. And so the distance between where I was and where people could help me was so big, but I still, I had this hope that someone (laughs) would be able to say, oof, this, this isn't great. I know you're not doing okay. And here's something to help. And that came in some forms, but not in a way that I could feel. So then that, that kind of led me to what felt like a, a sobering reality that no one was coming to save. But then on the other side of that was sitting with that. It was like, okay. I do have all the resources that I need. Perhaps they're just not aligned. Perhaps I just can't access them. So that led me on this hyper personal journey. And I emphasize that because for many months, I still had to go through that that routine that I talked to you about. But then I, I was able to steal away some moments to myself. I said, I was telling a friend the other day, I am never getting rid of the SUV that I had during that time because my car held so many secrets. I don't know how many of you (laughs) can relate to that, Um, but there would be times where between rounds and work, I would stop by my car and just fall apart and then put myself back together and continue. But in addition to falling apart, I started to allow myself to stay a little bit longer and listen to something I enjoyed or return to what it, what did it look like to see my thoughts on a page that had nothing to do with work or signing a medical form. And so that hyper personal journey of just pouring into myself a few minutes at a time, remembering what it felt like to take a deep breath. Cause I didn't know what that felt like for months, remembering what it felt like to laugh So remembering my joy and inviting new things in right along the journey was a radical turning point for me and realizing that joy sometimes is really simple and small Mm -hmm. and beautiful. And then also allowing myself to feel some of the other beautiful things that are happening right along with this very hard situation, because I've for a period of time had numbed myself. Like, you know, I don't want to feel too good. I don't want to feel too bad. I'm just going to be numb in the middle. But to answer your question about that journey to joy, it was kind of like allowing things to come back in, knowing that I had the capacity to hold both things and that perhaps this numbing wasn't the uh, long-term remedy, but I thought it was brilliant. I thought, you know, being a feelings fugitive was brilliant, but Mm -hmm. I started to have a turning point where I was like, "I, I can hold both things. I can hold the beautiful things and the tragic things. And so that was really the turning point of, of my journey to joy is returning back to the simple things that brought me an inkling of levity, uh, smiling or fresh air or created some pretty epic playlists during that time. Just returning to the simple things that reminded me who I was independent of all those external factors. I don't know about you, but I have opted out of struggle when it comes to meal prepping and eating high quality food. With ButcherBox, you get incredible deals on premium cuts. Deals as good are hard to come by at the grocery store. I know for myself, I do not like having to plan out everything I eat and then also be concerned about the quality of what I'm eating. When it comes to Butcher Box, it means less trips to the grocery store for me. It means knowing immediately in my freezer what's available and feeling confident about what's in there. It's about the value that Butcher Box offers. I mean, where else can you get free protein for a whole year? 
With ButcherBox, you don't have to worry about what's for dinner. ButcherBox is offering our listeners their choice of a weeknight meal essential. Three pounds of chicken thighs, two pounds of ground beef, or one pound of premium steak tips for free in every order for a whole year. Plus, get $20 off your first order. Sign up today at butcherbox.com BGB and use code BGB to choose your free offer and get $20 off. Our lives are filled with compromise, but one area a Black woman should never compromise on is her health. If you're looking for a tool that can help you find and book doctors who will make you feel comfortable, listen to you, and prioritize your health, check out ZocDoc. You can search by location, availability, and insurance. So literally, there'll be no compromises because with ZocDoc, you've got more options than you know. ZocDoc is a free app and website where you can search and compare highly rated in-network doctors near you and instantly book appointments with them online. All of these doctors have verified reviews from actual real patients. You can filter specifically for the ones who take your insurance, are located near you, and treat basically any condition you're searching for. I've used ZocDoc myself to find members of my medical team, and it has been so easy to use and connect with the right providers for me. Go to ZocDoc.com slash BGB and download the ZocDoc app for free. Then find and book a top-rated doctor today. That's Z-O-C-D-O-C dot com slash B-G-B. ZocDoc.com slash B-G-B. Did you know Black Girl Burnout has a YouTube channel now? We created this channel to give you even more bonus content, things you will not find on the podcast like Hey Girl Chats. This is where we build community through conversation with ordinary women like you and myself. It's informal. It's fun. We guarantee you're going to love it. Also on the channel will be affirmations dropped monthly, as well as guided meditations and all our guest interviews. So head over to YouTube and opt in by subscribing to our channel and catch all the new content. Love that. And as it guides your kind of professional life now, how I think another myth that people have, and I don't think it's just unique to black women. I think everybody kind of thinks work's supposed to be terrible even the work that you love doing, it, you know, it's like an expectation. And I mean, I have my own theories about why work is terrible, why people feel that way in most jobs. Yeah. And I don't think it's necessarily yeah. all our fault that we feel that way. But many mm-hmm. people don't think that joy is not a conversation you have with people about their careers. I have people who are like, I'm really, I find it fulfilling and I find my job and what I do really wonderful, but I don't, joy is not something that people say a lot when it comes to professional, their professional lives. And so for you, how have you created a professional life that is joyful? Yeah. By following those breadcrumbs in my personal life and then starting to have some of those conversations and some of the ideas that I was having of, hmm, if I'm experiencing this in my own personal world, what happens if I start creating spaces for people um, that also invite these types of things? So during the pandemic, I started just with simple Zoom sessions of creating spaces where people could ask hard questions, have answers, have safe spaces. And then that grew to me uh, taking time to create this, this project called Nourish, which now is the wraparound for what I do uh, a lot of what I do professionally right now, um, because that concept of nourishing yourself isn't something you can do fly by night. 
It's not something that you can say, oh, I've nourished for five minutes. Uh, if you, any of us have plant babies, fur babies, parents we care for, we all know that you can't just throw them a juice box or a little water and say, be well, be nourished. It requires planning. It requires understanding what environment supports their optimal good and working toward that. And so I knew I wasn't in that place. And so I started writing uh, about just different ways to nourish yourself, mind, body, spirit. And then that turned into a book project. And then I started hosting these events called Nourish Nights. And then those have turned into talks and into workshops. And there's a Nourish Retreat coming online very soon. And so by my joy kind of infused infusing personally, it went into my professional world. And I love that you said there's kind of this overarching pervasive view that if you talk about joy in your professional life, you get kicked out of the tribe of the grumbles. (laughs) And none of us want to be kicked out of the tribe, but I'm like, kick me out because I want to find this other (laughs) tribe where you say life is short, life is fleeting, and life sometimes can have a really steep edge. So I made a decision when every day that I got up and I had right use of my mind. I could dress myself. I could bathe myself. I could feed myself because I now I'm taking care of a person who no longer has those options. Every day that I have, then I'm going to put this joy in every, every lane of my life, especially professionally, because I do believe that when you are lit up and joy doesn't always mean happiness, butterflies, rainbows, joy has an anchoring to it. It has a knowing to it. It has an assurity to it. And it's, becomes a part of your identity. And so for me, there just no longer was an option where that would not be a part of what I do professionally. And my sneaking suspicion has turned out to be validated when you show up in a professional sense through the television segments that I do, the keynotes, the workshops, all of these different things that radiates through and people have something that they can hold on to and then take those nuggets into their life. So for me, the way that I've integrated that it professionally was just start sharing a piece of what was nourishing me out with the world, taking some of these ideas that I had and just starting to execute, not being paralyzed by the fact that, you know, there may not be a direct lane or definition or name for what I was doing, but I knew in my heart and I just started doing it because, you know, if I had said to someone, Hey, I'm going to write this book. That's part guide, part cookbook, part guided journal, part affirmation, people would be like, oh, what? What is that called? And I was like, well, you know, we're just going to do it. And so that's how I integrated that into my life professionally. And that's taken me on a global journey to teach at retreats in Europe and to speak in different areas. And so integrating that into my professional life was realizing that that joy was a lifeline for me personally. And I could finally take a deep breath. And when I shared that to other people, I could see the light bulb go on. I've had so many people say, I didn't know what I needed. And this is kind of like a puzzle piece, something that I've been looking for. And just inviting people into that hyper-personal journey, both personally and professionally has has been um, a really radical and beautiful journey. Yeah. and, And you said, just start. That's one. And part of it is, is just start imagining what your life could be. I think that's part of it. I think one of the things about struggle is that it opts out of our ability. I talk a lot about daydreaming and I talk about it in the best sense possible, not daydreaming as an avoidance or an escape, but daydreaming as a path to happiness and joy and as a path to the life that you want. And Being able to imagine, struggle eliminates the ability to imagine different and imagine better. Like you just 
It's the way it is. Jobs are terrible. Being an adult's terrible. This is just life. And it limits you. It's very limiting. And just starting to think about what are the things that make me happy? What are the things that I want to do? What are the things that are grounding and meaningful that put me on a path? to a career that I want. And it it ends up the same way. I've not met anyone who hasn't done this and everybody I talk to who's done this. And I certainly might be my personal experience. Every time you do it, no matter what it is, and all of us do very different things, sometimes similar, sometimes not. Uh But everyone says that when they do that and they show up, everybody else reads it in the room. It infuses their work. They are successful the opposite of what you think, which is, oh, if I go do what makes me happy, I'm going to be broke and alone and sad and no one's going to respect it. Yeah. It's always the opposite. So that I love what I do. And then I meet people in my circle. I only spend time with people who love what they do. Mm-hmm. You know, I tell people after I've left corporate as well, I said, I get to get up every day and I spend my day with people who I genuinely believe are good. And I have great conversations all day long until work is done. And that doesn't mean there's not hard work, but that is the benefit of making joy an important part. And I'm like, if I'm going to go work for myself, I can't be a bad boss. I've had enough bad bosses. I need to be joyful. Right. So having that really as anchor point. Yeah. Say that again. Go ahead. I said, it just changes everything. It changes everything. It does. And being able to have that focal point where it's like joy is the guiding kind of star of this, this decision, every decision, you know, you make afterward is just better and better and better. So I, I totally see that. And I think it's, it's by far beautiful and thoughtful that you've infused that into your professional life. Thank you. So we're going to talk about personal is our last segment. So stay tuned for our last segment with Kirby Miller, where we talk about how she puts a lot more joy into her personal life. So that's it for today's episode. Here are a few ways where you can support this podcast. First things first, if you haven't subscribe and follow the podcast. We're streaming on all major platforms. That's Apple Podcasts, Spotify, iHeartRadio, just to name a few. Subscribe and get each new episode as it drops. Secondly, subscribe to the newsletter. We have a monthly newsletter that is chock full of goodness and updates, as well as first access to all the giveaways we do here at Black Girl Burnout. Are you following us on our socials? If not, what are you waiting for? You can find us on Instagram and TikTok at Black Girl Burnout and on Twitter at BLK Girl Burnout. Last but not least, make our day and leave a review. Your five stars truly give me and the team so much energy and we appreciate you so much. Until we speak next, take care of yourself and take care of each other. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers hands off 
my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durban Marshall credit card bill. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.